0: Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Muller, back for another episode with one of the most kind humans, an amazing teammate, and one of the best midfielders in the game. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 Lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast that you have found here. I hope you are gaining some insight from these episodes from some of the people that I have met throughout my lacrosse journey who have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving our episode so far, show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E, it would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another very special guest this week, and I'm pumped to get right into it. This episode's guest is Dempsey Arsenal, Boston College legendary midfielder who now plays for Team USA and the Athletes Unlimited Professional League. I have been lucky enough to be Dempsey's teammate for a few years now and have grown to know how much joy she plays with and how much fun it is to be on the same side of the battle as her. She is a spark when it comes to making the gritty plays on the lacrosse field and finds the spark in her everyday life when she practices yoga, gets her runs in in the San Diego sunshine and spreads her love for the game to the next generation. Dempsey shares with us how her upbringing living on prep school grounds in New Hampton, New Hampshire helped inspire her to play sports at the next level. She was surrounded by greatness and she still utilizes that motivation from the great people who surround her today, like her teammates and roommates, to keep her training routine adamant and her head in the game. She's an incredible player and an incredible person to look up to. So I hope you all enjoy hearing a bit more from Dempsey on her story. Alright, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dream On podcast. I'm your host, Kylie O'Miller, and today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Dempsey Arsenal. Uh, she's one of my friends, one of my teammates. She's a Boston College alum. She was a two-time All-American there. She's most recently a Team USA gold medalist with our 2022 World Championship team. She also plays for Athletes Unlimited professional lacrosse. She was a multi-time captain so far in her career with AU. Um, and she's the owner of Dempsey Arsenal Lacrosse, so she does a lot of traveling, clinics, development, coaching, all of the good stuff. But Dempsey, welcome to the Dream On Pod. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for hanging out for, with us today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to catch up and talk. It's so good to see your face. I feel like it's been so long.
0: I know it has. It's been like a really long summer, I feel like. We we all got to see each other a lot the last couple of years, just with training camps and everything, and this like winter has been just like really long in terms of that. So it is so nice to see you as well. We like to um, always start off to a good start on the Dream On Pod. So we're going to get into like your headspace of where you are right now today as we record. So today it's Monday, April 10th, 2023 at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You're on on Pacific Coast time, so she's 3 p.m. right now. Um, So what is something that you are thankful for today, Dempsey?
1: Oh, something I'm thankful for. So I just got back from a little run outside. So I'd say I'm thankful for the sunshine today. Um, I also just was on the phone with my parents. So I'd say I'm thankful for my family. It's weird. So I'm like, I haven't lived at home for a while, but like being across the country, I feel like I talk to them almost more because I'm like in the cars that I'm driving like, Hey, what are you up to? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm talking to them more. So that's it. sunshine in my family. Oh, I love that.
0: Um, what is something you're proud to say that you've accomplished today?
1: Well, I just did a practice with um, the Park City lacrosse high school team is down here playing in San Diego. So I went to their practice and got to hang out and meet a bunch of new girls. So that happened, which was really fun. Got to meet new girls, get on the field, have the stick in my hand. So that
0: was pretty fun. Oh, love that. Those connections are the best, especially on a, you know, Monday after uh, it's like spring break weekend and everything like that. So that's so fun. All right. What is something you are pumped to go chase? So it could be like with this next week, with this next year, in the coming years, what are you pumped, Chase?
1: A new thing is actually I just signed up to do a half marathon. So I'm a big runner, but I've never like actually done a race or anything. So I'm really excited. That's going to come in a month or so. So I'm like starting to train for that. So that's one new thing. I feel like it's a little different for me. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Ooh, that's so fun. I mean, I feel like I always see you running. So, um, like, what what made you want to finally, like, take the leap to finally go for a race?
1: Well, actually, it was one of my old teammates, um, Sheila Riotano. She reached out to a few of us that live out here together, and she was like, hey, I'm coming to do the La Jolla half marathon with my mom. Would anyone want to come? And I was like, wait, yeah, I would totally do that with you. So, um, right now, I think there's about like three or four of us doing it. And so it's so funny because it's all, we're all teammates from college and now we're out here and we're going to like train and do it together, which will be really fun.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So where are you at in your training? What's the longest you've gone so far? Um, seven. Okay. Seven, at a very
1: slow pace. So I feel like this can be a little bit, not a super competitive
0: thing, but it will still be great. <laughs> hey, it'll be better than what I can say, which is I've never done it before. So there you go. <laughs> I
1: know, maybe this it. will push you. Like that. yeah
0: exactly exactly I did three and a half miles today and oh. that was massive for me um, that's
1: amazing well also okay. you're coming back from like you're
0: rehabbing so that's amazing good job yeah it's thank you see look at us supporting each other from so far away We've, we're so used to it <laughs> Exactly. <Yes, Kristen.
1: laughs> okay. so used to the
0: zoom support Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about, um, we're talking about races right now, but let's talk a little bit about lacrosse. Let's take you, take us back right now. You're on the West coast in sunny California. Um, but you grew up in New Hampshire, you played hockey, field hockey, lacrosse, all sorts of sports with your siblings growing up. Right. Um, can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what it was like growing up playing sports with your family, friends and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, so I have a really unique story. So I actually grew up on a prep school campus. So both of my parents are teachers, and my dad's athletic director, it's called New Hampton School. And it's a little, little school in New Hampton, New Hampshire. And so I grew up around sports, my dad would have like a little gator like egg. So I'd hop in there like from a really young age, and we go and sit on the sidelines of all different Um, sports teams and so I'd play after school with all of the other faculty kids. So we constantly had like activity going on. We would play soccer, lacrosse, field hockey. We would just do it all Um, and I feel like that was really special because we were constantly outside and just like hanging out around the game and around sports so I feel like that was kind of my first exposure to lacrosse um specifically but just growing up around sports I feel like it's kind of like paved my way and something I'm really thankful for but not super common
0: yeah I, I you know what's funny I don't think I knew that about you and I always learn something about like our guests on the dream on pod that's half the reason why I do this yeah. to, get, to know my friends some more so that's really cool um and you said you mentioned that you um first were kind of introduced to lacrosse there in that area so um when you were first introduced to lacrosse like what what did that story look like for you when did you first pick up a stick and what made you fall in love with it
1: there are a few girls that were also faculty kids one of them went on to play at princeton and then one played a little bit at elon and so they were playing club and i just kind of wanted to follow their or they were playing um rec at the small little field um, in Plymouth, New Hampshire, it was like 20 minutes away and we would carpool together. And so they were playing and I like just wanted to follow their footsteps and play. So I started around sixth grade and we all go to the little field and play. And then I really enjoyed it and I really loved lacrosse. So then I started playing club for um, It's called Granite State Elite, GSE. Um, and I would drive probably, like an, I think it was like an hour and a half um yeah. once or twice a week um and it was great quality bonding time with my parents but I always enjoyed going and playing so yeah it was definitely hard growing up in New Hampshire just like as far as travel just to get to like competitive areas um but I look back and was are just, like some of my favorite memories just like being in the car and driving with my parents
0: yeah some of those road trips you have some of the yeah. the most bonding experiences you possibly could have so Uh, That's awesome. That's what I was going to ask you about next was kind of just like your introduction to like club lacrosse and what that looked like for you coming from New Hampshire, not necessarily like the biggest hotbed for the sport, definitely growing now thanks to players like you, which is awesome. But like you said, you spend a lot of time in the in the car right and traveling to a lot of these tournaments. So when did it kind of switch over for you going from a sport that you wanted to try, then you got into club and then you were like, hey, I want to might want to play this in college. What did that look like for you?
1: I have, there's like a vivid moment, which I feel like sometimes when I look back, like my brain, like I'm like, I'm acting like, I'm like 80 years old, but like only 25, but I look back and there's one specific moment where I was on spring break for lacrosse and I was a sophomore in high school and I had to leave to go play um, hockey. I had to go to a hockey camp and I was so upset and I just like, did not want to stop playing lacrosse. So it wasn't specifically when I wanted to like play in college. Like I always kind of knew that I wanted to, like after like just being around sports and being around so many division one like athletes like in high school growing up so many players that went to New Hampton went on to play um, college sports so I feel like that was always just like in my mind but my big turning point was deciding if I want to play hockey or lacrosse Mm -hmm. and when I had to leave lacrosse play hockey I was like it's being so upset I was like okay this is like when I want to really like dive into lacrosse and it was and also like one thing that I don't say all the time is I was in Florida and I had to leave Florida too so I think that helped a little bit but no I've always <laughs> and I, I always loved lacrosse and that was kind of like that clear-cut moment when I think I was about like a freshman in high school or so.
0: That's crazy that you can cut it down to that one moment because I feel like a lot of times people can't it's just like I, I don't know what what like kind of clicked and that's a tough decision to make at such a young age too and I guess like my next question for you for that is what do you think you took from hockey? Like loving hockey so much, playing so so often. What do you think you took from hockey that made you a better lacrosse player?
1: Yeah, I would say also, um, I would say one is like just learning different coaching styles. Like I feel like all my different coaches throughout different sports, whether it's like just how you play the game, I just feel like my coaches were so different from each other. So I feel like kind of adapting and learning different things from them was important. And then honestly, my hands, I feel like the hand-eye coordination and kind of like ground balls and stuff, it helps so much playing hockey just because you're so used to that. So that was kind of something that I always like kind of took pride in. And I feel like that definitely like helped for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is one thing that you miss about hockey?
1: Oh, I, I think like skating in general is just so cool. Like just Physically skating is really cool, but I do not miss the cold rinks or putting on all the equipment. The equipment it takes—you have to plan like thirty minutes just to like get ready. Whereas lacrosse, like you can just show up and tie your shoes. Where like like hockey, there's so much equipment, so I don't really miss that or anything. But I'd say skating is just so fun in general and gliding and stuff. So probably that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, so you were kind of just like going through a lot of your club, different club program stories and stuff like that. Um, what, when did it turn and when did you start getting recruited? When did you kind of say, um, you know, this might be my recruiting journey. This is going to be my big recruiting summer. Did you go through any, you know, ups and downs throughout that recruiting process and how did you ultimately find BC?
1: Um, yeah, so I did a lot of camps. I feel like that was kind of where I got the most exposure. I'd say during tournaments, um, I got a little bit of some looks, but I feel like the, there was a, I did a Duke camp and there were a bunch of other coaches that were there, so that was one big recruiting moment and then I did the BC camp. so I feel like through that was kind of where I got um, seen by some coaches. but a lot of people don't know this was I almost committed like well it was always like BC UNC and then I almost committed to Elon um, in North Carolina and then it was like my parents I think they wanted to one like keep me a little closer to home so they could go to all my games. I think they only missed like one or two games like my entire career. So I feel like just I was so young at the time just like listening to them them. And when I went to BC, the girls on the team like really took me in and were awesome. So I looking back, I'm like, I honestly don't know like exactly what it was, but I'm just like so thankful. Um, and I just had such a good feeling there when I went to visit.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So you, you said your parents were, they only missed like one or two games your entire career. So they were at almost every single one of your games when you went to college.
1: Yes, exactly. And it was oh. like amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's them. amazing.
0: Yeah, that's amazing to have that support system. And Just like one of those top things on on those lists too, when we think about like, we have a lot of young players and parents who listen to this podcast and just one of those priorities when you put like a list down of priorities, when you go through that recruiting process, like I want to be close to my family, I want, you know, a big city kind of town or I want a rural kind of town, whatever it might be. Um, So I think that's really cool that like, that's very similar to my story as well. I wanted to go far away at first and then it was, I went to Stony Brook 45 minutes down the road and I was so grateful because my whole family could be at every single game and I didn't think I, I don't think I would have realized how big of that would have been of a thing if I had gone somewhere else, right? Um, so nice to have them everywhere, like at every single game, just that support.
1: Definitely. And there's something different too, like when they watch like on TV and stuff, like them being there in person, I don't know, it's just like such more of like a comfort and like so that support system is huge. So, and I feel like I wouldn't have realized that just like you said, Um, if I had gone so far.
0: So yeah, if you hadn't gone somewhere else. Yeah. So when you think back to your time with BC, you guys are obviously a powerhouse. um, And I think that you obviously had such a successful, you know, career there. What were some of the moments that you think back to maybe like big time games, or even games that maybe the press hadn't seen as such a big time moment. But for you guys, it was one of those games that you'll never forget. Um, what are some of those stories or moments that you can think back to when you think back to the BC Huddles or being in that locker room?
1: Yeah, honestly. So one thing about me, I have ter- I have a terrible memory. Like I have the worst memory ever. So honestly, like my Snapchat memories have been super helpful. Oh, They're like, I'll get memories. So the other day I just got one, and it was my friend, they we were watching film. And she sent it in my little group chat and it was one time we played Virginia and they were plowing the field at halftime like you could just see it was all snow and then the restraining lines had like a little plowed like where (laughs) the restraining line was and I got pushed from behind and I like fell for honestly like it was like a three minute fall where I couldn't get my feet on me and then I just like penguin slided or slid and I just like oh my gosh like that like how were we playing the cross? like I have to find it and I'll send it to you but It was like, I was like, oh my gosh. One, like I'm so thankful I'm in sunny California. That is a, like a blizzard. And then also like, uh, it was just so funny. So that's one, but also was the assist of Snapchat. Um, But I would say it was really special. We made it to three national championships. So I feel like those kind of like big moment, like high stake games are the ones that are like the most fresh um, kind of in my mind. And then growing up in New Hampshire, my sophomore year, we played at Gillette. So that was really, really special just from being on the East Coast and being a Patriots fan. So I'd say some of those moments um, definitely stick out to me.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And you mentioned this too, just quickly about, you know, playing in those big games, playing in those national championships and final fours and big stadiums. Um, Was that something that you were used to just from growing up around sports and you didn't really necessarily feel the pressure? Or were you just like all of us and you felt the pressure in those big games and, I guess could you give some advice to the rest of us on how you prepare for those big moments?
1: As I would say definitely felt the pressure. It's, it's kind of hard not to, um but it was also just so exciting. And I feel like our coaches we did a lot of visualization. So that was something in college that I never did in high school that really kind of took off in college, um, and even helped me this summer playing professionally and for Team USA is kind of like picturing those big moments. And imagining, like imagining what was happening um, before it actually happens, so when it happens in real life, you're kind of prepared and as best you can. So I think that was something that I really, Acacia was huge on, and we would all go and lay in the middle of the field, with our eyes closed, and sun on our face, and she'd walk us through these scenarios. And in the moment, I remember being like, "Oh, this is a little, it's a little weird," but um, I also like look back and I'm like, "Wait, that was so helpful," and I still do it today. So I would say that is something that I kind of took away to help me prepare, but. Um, I definitely remember, like, it's hard not to feel that, like, pressure, and but also that excitement. Yeah, that's, that's really
0: cool that you guys did that as a team, and that was so, you know, practiced by you all, and I think it's, it was great for you to say, too, at first, it can feel a little funny to do it, yeah. but once you realize the, the beauty behind it, the magic behind, like, it, it actually works, it actually really does, when you can picture something in your mind, your mind is almost practicing it, rather yeah. than the same way we physically practice, like, catching and throwing, then if we just did it in our mind, the same way, if we practice catching and throwing in our mind, we would be able to do it as well, exactly. um, which is really cool. And I'm so glad that you brought that, you know, into like continuing on in your professional and your team USA career as well, because I think that's something we talk about so much at this level that I wish we talked about more, right? Like just like those st- big pressure situations. How do you prepare? What's your mental state? Like all that good stuff. Like Stuff that we all think about now that I wish we thought about when we were in high school, you
1: know? Oh, 100% definitely.
0: Amazing. Do you love watching sports highlights? Then you need Five Star, the world's first sports highlight rating app. Think TikTok, but just for sports. Register as an athlete or as a fan to view and rate sports highlights of all sports, all in one place. Five Star is a positive network of athletes from all skill levels to share their performance. And get rated by peers, coaches, and community. Download Five Star and post your highlights. Follow me at Kylie and rate my highlights. Uh, but please be kind. <laughs> Available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Learn more at fivestarapp.com. What was it like to play in those big moments, big opportunities, big games? Do you remember being in, like, obviously you've been in a lot of big time game scenarios. So in terms of being in the locker room before the game, a question that we get a lot as players now is how do you calm the game day nerves? What is something that you like to do?
1: I am big on, I'm not a big dancer, but I like to like hang out and like try to distract myself. I love music so much. So I feel like I'm very much like being the moment, whereas some people are like headphones on, like zoning, maybe they're they're like visualizing in that moment but I like to do it like before so my routine was kind of visualized before I went to bed or kind of a few days before so that when I'm in the in the locker room like maybe have like a quick little mental checklist but then like hang out with whoever's next to me in the locker room kind of dance um listen to the music and get like pumped up for the games
0: I like that putting your energy out into the space helps us it really does helps the rest of us out who get nice and nervous before (laughs) games yeah. Um, all right. So think back to, you know, when you're at BC, you're, you know, studying, you're playing lacrosse, you're doing all the fun stuff. What is your plan for after college? What were you studying and what were you hoping to do? And then did you see, were you hopeful for a future and continuing to play your sport professionally?
1: I definitely wanted to continue to play it just lacrosse brings me so much joy and I'm a very active person so that was always kind of some, my plan but how to get there and what to do I had no idea and I'm still figuring it out to this day um, yeah <laughs> exactly just figure it out as you go but I have never been one to like to like sit still like I would I would go we'd, in college, we'd go to a study hall room and it would take me like three hours just to like actually like do work. Whereas like, if I just like dedicated 30 minutes, it would have been so much more productive, but I'm all over the place. So I feel like that was kind of like me navigating what was going to happen after college too. It's just like, I'm like, Oh, I'll figure it out as I go. So, um, yeah, that's kind of exactly what happened. And honestly, COVID was a big turning point for me as far as how I like pursued Dempster Lacrosse and the training and coaching. Um, Mm -hmm. I I did it a little bit in the summer, but never like where it was kind of like all on me. It was always like going and being like guest appearance or helping out. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like COVID we did, I helped like Alex Ashi created this online lacrosse platform. And I would go in my backyard during COVID and have my computer up and I would be on like doing drills, watching um, other girls mimic me. And so I found I had so much fun doing it. And then kind of when things like when the world started to get back to normal, um, I was like, wait, I kind of want to do this full time. And so I also like looked up to you, you were, you were starting to do it in Taylor. And I was like, wait, you guys paved the way. And this is something that you can actually do as like a nine to five. So that was kind of like what inspired me, but I just find I love coaching and find so much joy. So that's kind of how I started.
0: My favorite thing that you keep saying is that you find a lot of joy in a lot of the things that you do um you know you mentioned it before we even started talking about how you're just like find so much joy in the sunshine being out west and um you talked about it with running for the half marathon as well um you just talked about it with coaching and you know having your parents in the stands all those things you talked about joy um so i think that's going to be the theme of today's podcast we always take, we take a cute little like theme away from each of the episodes or um a wisdom almost and i It's really funny because I was writing the intro for this episode before we even hopped on and I wrote uh, like something about how I've been playing with you for a couple of years and you always play with so much joy. And it's so funny that you keep saying the word joy because it's like you were reading my mind. Uh, I love that. Funny, like I literally have it up right here. I'm like, that is just so crazy. Um, But yeah, I think what's so important about that for our listeners is that. Um, I guess my next question for you is as we kind of head into, you know, playing, playing lacrosse for a division one program, right. Um, it's everything that you ever dream of and more, right. And then you're there, you're in it. And then all of a sudden it's over, right. Mm -hmm. And then we continue on hopefully to play professionally, like we get to, right. We're very lucky to, um, and then we go into whatever jobs that we're doing that we were just mentioning. Um, what have you seen as some of the struggles when it comes to like post-graduating, going into training on your own, continuing to be an athlete, what are the differences that you've seen from college to pro in that regard?
1: I would say definitely the lack of structure. It's like a lot of self-motivating and kind of figuring out what works for like for you. So some days like maybe I'm not feeling super motivated, but I actually live with one of my old um, teammates at BC care or bank out here. And so I've gotten really into yoga out here because of her and our other friend and stuff. And so some days it's just like so much easier when you have a buddy. And so um, that little in between of not really having a buddy or like having that motivation um, or the dips, um, that's something that's a struggle, but I mm-hmm. feel like I'll go on Instagram and I'll see you working out or getting back into running after your knee or just like talking to different teammates, seeing what they're doing. I feel like that helps the motivation, but I feel like the lack of structure and figuring out like kind of what, what works personally um, best. has been a little bit of a hard struggle, but um, yeah, I'd say that.
0: So what have you found to be your best balance so far? Like what works for Dempsey in terms of training and um, just getting ready to stay on the field when it comes to like, you know, cause what we do is so unique. I, I always like to talk to people about it, right. When they ask like, oh, what do you do? Oh, we play professional lacrosse. When's your season? How long is it? And sometimes saying, you know, we only play every couple of months for a Team USA training camp, or, you know, we only play for five weeks out of the year when it comes to professionally. It's like, oh, what does the training look like for that? So what has been the balance that you've found for you that works best
1: so far? Yeah, I've been out for, I think, three or four years now. And so I've, like, got, like, put a little, like, my hand into a bunch of different things. And honestly, my body has felt the best when I do prioritize, like, stretching, honestly. I've, like, so yoga and, like, those smaller, like the less intense workouts for me, I've actually noticed. I'm like, wow, like I feel great right now where like, I feel like growing up in just like in college, just go, 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 go. And so I feel like one actually resting. That's always like something that I feel like not many people do and like overworking your body. So I feel like resting and then like doing those smaller like stretches and yoga has been super helpful for me.
0: I love that. It's uh, something I got into like right before COVID too, was yoga. And just one of those other things that I really wish I had in college and prior too, you know I feel like my body would have been feeling so much better um when you are going through a lot of that high intensity stuff so um yeah we definitely we still have to do some yoga together we have yet to do that
1: we have to <laughs> I would love that it's one of those things too where sometimes it's I'm like I really struggle to like get myself on the mat but then when I'm on the mat and just like any workout I always say like you'll never regret a workout it's like once I get there it's so crazy how different I feel afterwards and like completely changes the trajectory of my day. So I feel like Mm -hmm. any of you that are like kind of flirting with the idea of doing it, like try it and I promise you won't regret it.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. That's the best way to put it. It's the same thing as visualization, right? Don't know how to start, don't know how to try it. Kind of feels weird to start, just go for it. It's gonna be great for you. Exactly. Okay, shifting here, because I was thinking about this. We were roommates for the world championship. We were in, you know, room 907. Shout out Emma and Alice. Those were our other roomies. Um, But we were kind of just reminiscing a little bit before we even started. But we haven't really truly seen each other since the ring ceremony, which is crazy, which is a couple months ago um but think back to like world championship time i want to know a little bit about like what was your journey like to getting on that 18 player roster when it comes to making team usa start from the very, very beginning for our listeners and just kind of how you got invited to try out in the very beginning and then the the couple of years leading up to you know last summer
1: yeah um so my journey was a little bit different i always dreamed of being on team usa um, and then it actually happened. I was a senior at BC and I was really fortunate and lucky to do kind of my whole journey with my best friend, Sam Apuzzo. So, um, we play, like, I love playing with her, but then we also like, we're roommates and I think it was one of our years. We had like every class together or pretty much all of our classes together. So we spent a lot of quality time together, but she's like a sister to me. So that was one thing that was really special was I got to go through this whole journey with her, um. Mm-hmm while navigating BC, um, we would go and do like these kind of play, play days. And it was just so cool being around so many people that I've looked up to and then being able to share the field, um, and kind of go from one, like watching them from a distance to now, like being friends with, um, a lot of people that I looked up to. So that was pretty interesting, um, and really like cool, but as far as like the world championships and actually, um, making the team, one thing that I was like preparing for, like, I was like, okay, we have an interview, like, what are some things that like stick out to me? And one thing like that I really feel like helped me was don't set sap- like this goal. That's like, don't sacrifice what you want in the moment for what you want most. And I feel like going like through that whole journey, it was like in the summers like all your friends are going to the beach and like you're having to go and like one, go to training camps or do these hard workouts where sometimes it's like a grind, but eventually trying to reach that goal um, was kind of something that motivated me and helped me. But as far as the actual like, the world championships it was like so surreal and I kept having to be like wait like you know like all of our games were at night where a roommate we're eating snacks or hanging out but it's like wait I'm living a dream right now like I need to like take a second and soak it all in um but yeah it was like I, I look back on it all the time I'm like wait we actually did that we want to go like yeah it's so cool.
0: it is pretty pretty surreal to think back to it because I was the same way like when we were in it it's just you know it feels like any other you know, training camp when you're just kind of going about the schedule of the day, but then you stop and you're like, wait, this isn't just a regular practice. This isn't just a regular day. This is like what we've been working for our whole lives, you know, and this is like really, really special. So Um, but I love that you mentioned about, you know, playing with Sam for so long. Um, I was going to ask you about that. So, and ask you how just kind of like your relationship on and off the field has been so awesome for you guys as players. And um, you could tell that you guys have that sister-like mentality, which is so fun to be around. Um, And it's so nice to be on the same side of it now and not playing against you like in college. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) But um yeah when it comes to winning the gold medal right when you think back to just kind of like that 10-day tournament um what were some of those little memories that you remember i know you don't have the best memory but maybe (laughs) maybe you remember um a fun game that we played or a specific um you know night that we had a rain delay or something funny happened is there any stories you can share with us from our world championship this past summer
1: I would say one, the six out is playing a lot of Catan, the board game during those hours of, it was so bizarre. Well, not bizarre, but it's just like, I feel like so, so many of those days, it was like, our games are so late at night that it was like, okay, you, you gotta, you gotta, what'd you say? And then they'd get delayed.
0: So they'd yeah. start at seven, but then they'd get delayed till like 930. So
1: <laughs> yes. exactly. So I remember one is playing Catan in the day and like, just trying to like prepare yourself mentally, but like stay loose and have fun. Um, and then we had a ranger and I think we put, didn't we play at like midnight? Yeah. Yeah. There was a game where I remember being like, wait, I usually sleep for like three hours right now. Like what is going on? But meanwhile, we're like eating goldfish and like playing soccer in a locker room. So like, that was just so funny. And then the other one, is I remember us all being on the bus to get to the field, we'd have to take a bus and like people dancing and like the songs and just like those little (laughs) moments of like, just laughing and just enjoying the moment.
0: Yeah, that that little bus for us, that was always a good good bus ride from the dorms to the fields, um, playing Bad by Yin-Yang Twin. Yes,
1: I couldn't remember the name of it, but I'm like, wait, I know. I'm just like picturing Becca like head banging. <laughs> oh,
0: that's awesome. Um, so last question about, you know, Team USA as we kind of head into the rest of this conversation, but um, who were some of those people that, you know, those players that before you got to training camp were your first time or even throughout the entire process, who were some of those players that, um, you know you looked up to watching from afar maybe um, and then you finally get to play with them or maybe they were you know players like Sam who you were really close with um, who were those players that like almost inspired you to be a part of it and um, you know just were really happy to be around I
1: would say i like as a midi, like Taylor was one of those people, Taylor Cummings, but then it was really unique because Kayla Trainer was our coach at BC. So then seeing her as a coach and then, and she totally helped me as far as like the mental aspect and confidence, like as a player at BC, and then going to being her teammate and her still having that same kind of like, like follow me type mentality. Like I just look up to her in like every way. So I'd say she definitely is one that is like a role model and someone that it was so cool just to kind of watch her. I think she's like the best. So being able to go from like, just like looking up to her, like off the field and then being able to play next to her was something that was like beyond special.
0: Mm, that's a really cool dynamic. Um, you know, just being able to see her in a lot of different lights, but, um, I like what you mentioned about that in that follow me, um, kind of mentality because she definitely has that aura. Um, so that was a really cool way to put that for sure. Um, okay. So can you tell us, we're going to get into a little bit of inspiration in a second but um can you tell us a little bit about who Dempsey is off the lacrosse fields we know that you are a you know insanely athletic awesome midfielder who can get any draw any 50-50 ground ball can dodge to the cage and absolutely score any pass that is passed inside the eight to her we oh know my you gosh thank you That's um amazing. i'm just excited you you, get, you better be my captain again this summer
1: um <laughs> you were, you drafted me like my first like were we, te- or was that the practice or no, it was the first week. I don't even remember. It might've oh, been the we first week. We played together the first week. I'm not yeah, gonna- Gold, right?
0: Yes. Gold? Yeah. yeah, we did that. And then you drafted me when you were captain on team blue. One of the other weeks. Yes. Oh, oh yes. okay. I know. These, I'm getting excited. <laughs> we're getting well, excited. Nobody listened to our draft picks. We're, we're giving away draft picks right now. No. Um, <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. But yeah. So I mean, listen, the world sees you as Dempsey Arsenal the lacrosse player right and we, we know how incredibly special you are on the lacrosse field but what are some things that you like to do off the lacrosse field what are some you know projects you're involved in right now that the people should know about um what are some of your hobbies that you love um who is Dempsey off the field
1: oh well this is fun um I feel like I am definitely someone that loves to be outside especially living I was in Boston for a year before I moved out to now I'm in sunny San Diego even though it's been a little cold everyone's like is it beautiful I'm like it's nicer than Boston but still a little cold but apparently it's getting really nice and so I just have that deep appreciation for when the sun is out but I feel like kind of I like obviously lacrosse is like my nine to five so I feel like right now I'm spending a lot of time coaching and meeting new people and kind of getting the field for the culture, like the lacrosse culture out here and continue to grow the game. But as far as like for fun, I like love to do yoga, hang out with my friends. We like to cook. Um, I love to spend time on the beach, go to the walk, go on walks. Um, and then I also love to travel. So I feel like I'm always like trying to like line up coaching with different travels. Um, and so that is something that Is new and I feel like so lucky to be able to do that and it's so cool I just got back from Japan um like a month ago and it was my first time ever like really traveling somewhere really far I've been to like Aruba I think that's the farthest I've been but like I've never been to like Europe or anything like that and so it was like the best experience ever and it's just so cool that lacrosse gave me that kind of opportunity um so I feel like that's kind of that's me oh that's amazing
0: how was Japan did you have so much fun
1: Oh my gosh, I had so much fun, and I ate so much like sushi and ramen wow. noodles, and oh my gosh! But it was incredible. It was really, <laughs> seriously, it was life changing. It was amazing. Yeah,
0: I I went back in 2019, and I said the same thing. It was just life changing, right? It was yeah. just really eye opening to go somewhere so far away, literally the other side of the world, um, and do it for lacrosse. Yeah. Like that was the most mind blowing thing to me. So, um, it looked like you guys absolutely had a super fun time hopefully I will be there next time because that is definitely a place on my list I got to get back to
1: definitely yeah it was really really cool all
0: right so who is who is Dempsey on the lacrosse field this is one of my favorite questions to ask um in terms of you know like questions that we don't like to be asked as athletes (laughs) but um like I know if someone asked me this question I wouldn't like to answer it that's why I like to ask my friends instead Um, um but i know it's rude right but i know as your teammate right like i know how great of a leader you are i know how great it is to be your like by your side i know how you know motivating it is to see you play with such joy and passion and like spark right and that just motivates me to play harder being alongside you so my question for you is what do you think makes you a great lacrosse player and a great leader what do you think makes you you on the field
1: Okay. Well, first of all, thank you. And you just said spark. And when I think of spark, I think of you and like highlight sparks of like behind the backs and those diving plays and you tumbling and me just being like, whoa! like, I feel like so many pictures are just my hands are just in the air and I'm just like running over to you. So, okay, that's first, so thank funny. you.
0: <laughs> thank you right back. But that's so funny. You remember the one post that AU posted, I think it was last year or something. I think it was like a highlight reel and you put, you commented on it and you go, Kylie, why am I jumping up and down for joy in every single one of these like <laughs> videos of you scoring? You're literally like a little jumping bean in the back. It's so awesome, but it makes you such a great teammate. You Aww. know, that is Aww. what like I see from that. Like we think it's funny now when we look back at it, but like, you know, you really bring that energy to a team and that like happiness and that joy and that spark. So um I appreciate that but that is all you
1: <laughs> well thank you and a lot of times I feel like in the pictures my hands are in the air before you even score like I'll really pass or someone will pass you my hands are just automatically up I'm like oh it's a goal let's go but also I feel like sometimes too I'm like celebrating because like as many you're going up and down so much so I'm like yes we scored a break <laughs> like that's like also adds to it. but no I would say I just like I really do like want my teammates to succeed and I feel like I've always like tried to be like unselfish and I generally like find joy when my teammates do well because like I don't know we all work so hard so like to see it pay off um is something but as far as like me physically on the field I would say um I try to be like balanced on both sides of the ball and like I think on it you asked earlier like hockey I feel like that like gritty mindset of like those 50-50 balls and like those draws are kind of like where I'm like okay like this is, like Jenny would always say, what's your superpower? Like that was something she always said. And so I'd always be like trying to like work hard for my teammates and like being like gritty is something that I like try to be. But then, yeah, no, I just find joy for everyone else. So,
0: yeah. I think you do all of the above very, very well. Um, yeah. That's why you are who you are. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but I can't, uh, obviously you guys can, are listening, can probably tell that we can't wait to get back out on the field this summer. I know, wait, I'm like,
1: it's April, we still have like, how many months, like three months, like, no. Months.
0: Yeah, and like, listen, it's good for me, the more time, the better for me, but um, <laughs> just to get my knee right, but um, I could be right back out there in a second if I needed to right now.
1: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. Okay. So we talked a little bit about some inspiration from the teammates that you've played with, you know, Kayla Trainer, Sam Apuzo. Um You even talked about your head coach at BC, Acacia Walker, with a lot of visualization techniques and stuff like that. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some inspiration right now. So it's a two-sided question. And the first side is, I guess, from someone special in your life, maybe a mentor, coach, someone you look up to, what is one piece of advice that you've taken from them and you've kind of just taken it through life and kind of into who you are as a person?
1: That's a good question. Um, I would say two things stick out to me. One is just kind of like my favorite quote to go back to is like, believe in yourself or like she believed she could, so she did that one. Because I feel like so many times like with girls, it's like hard to be confident or like you like, I don't know, just like it's hard growing up and like, finding that confidence of like like believing in yourself but like you really should be your biggest fan and I feel like what helped me kind of bridge that gap was one being at BC and being around Kayla and Sam and Acacia and those people that kind of like paved the way and like really believed in me to like help me believe in myself but I feel like also like getting confidence from like putting in the work and working really hard I feel like that's something that it's like okay like maybe you're having a bad day but you and like playing wobble or going shooting, like you can get confidence from that. So I say that one is pretty special. And then the other one I said earlier is like, don't risk what you want in the moment for what you want most. I feel like that's something that, as like an athlete and making sacrifices, is something that is really special and like something that's not always easy, but really important if you want to reach your kind of goals and your dreams.
0: I love them both. That's awesome. All right. The other side of the question is if I'm a player or a person out there following Dempsey Arsenal, what is something that you're hoping that those people who follow you, who look up to you for inspiration or advice, or just kind of, you know, general inspiration mostly, what are you hoping that they take away from you?
1: Well, I don't know if it's just because you said it earlier, but I would say like, like, like find joy or be happy in like what you're doing. Like everyone's going to have hard days. Like I'm not saying that every single day is like, amazing but if you can like find what actually makes you happy and like stick to it stick to it like I know like being outside and moving my body like always like I feel so much better like after I do that so like find those little moments maybe that's like listening to music or just like the find what works for you and then sticking to it um and just like doing what actually makes you happy I would say is something that one it's not always easy but um if you can find what works like stick to it.
0: Love it. Beautifully said. And definitely something that we can obviously take from you. Um, but okay, so our last question here before we get some questions from our KO17 fam. Um mm-hmm. uh, is what are your hopes for the future? What are your hopes and dreams for um first? I'll ask you about what do you what do you think when you think of our sport? It's obviously come so far, especially on the women's side, but what are you think, thinking of in terms of five years down the line, 10 years down the line for the future of our game, Women's Lacrosse?
1: I would say just continue to grow and getting as much exposure as possible. Being from somewhere that's not a huge hotbed like New Hampshire and then coming out here where it's still growing in California, I would say just like making it so that people, like you'll see, like I trained this morning, I was at the field and I could see people looking, they were playing soccer off to the side and kind of looking like, obviously they they probably have seen lacrosse before, but like just getting it so like everyone knows or kind of like knows about lacrosse and just continue to grow. And it's huge that the men's championship is out here in San Diego this summer. Um, But I would say just like giving that exposure and like making it as popular as possible.
0: That's a great way to put it. And yes, I'm going to have to hang out in San Diego this summer for sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in terms of your hopes and dreams for the future, what for the future of Dempsey Arsenal, what are your hopes and dreams? What are you after next after your half marathon? What what are your hopes and dreams for you?
1: Well, I'm excited for season three. I feel like every year I just like, one, I'm still like, I just grow more appreciative to continue to play. Um, And so I'm really looking forward to season three. And then as far as like coaching and stuff, just like getting in front of as many girls as possible and like meeting as many people. I've already met so many new people moving across the country. So just continue to grow and travel, bring the game and meet new people and hopefully make other girls like fall in love with the game.
0: Beautifully said. I actually, um, I thought of one more question before we get to our KO17 fam, as you started talking a little bit about business there. um, I think it obviously takes a ton of confidence and like courage to just go after that, right? And be able to start your own business and and fully do it full time, right? So what has been the biggest, I guess, lesson that you've learned from, you know, starting your own business and kind of just like taking that leap of faith? What would you, if you had some listeners on here? who are thinking about starting their own thing or, um, you know, thinking about taking on a big project that they've never done before and they haven't had the courage to go and do it. Um, What is something that you've learned and like a little bit of advice that you can give them?
1: I would say definitely just like go for it. Even if you don't have everything figured out, just like go for it and just like, the rest will work itself out. Like, don't say no to opportunities. Like, anytime you can, like, meet new people or get in front of another team or a few girls, just go for it. Because so many times I, like, I'm like, oh, like, should I do that? Like, I don't know. And I, like, second guess. And then I've never once, like, done something and been, like, regretful of it. Like, every single time I leave the field, I'm like, wait, I'm so thankful I did that. I met a new person. Or this happened. And so many different times that like i've done one thing it leads to another or another connection or another girl coming to my one of my sessions so i would say even if you have doubts just like go for it and it's so funny me saying that now because like so many times during the week i like call my mom or my dad and be like oh i don't know like and they're just like just do it so it's okay if you need to like rely on your support system to push you but um i would say like i'll be your push and just like go for kind of like whatever you want and don't hold yourself back
0: Oh, that's really cool that you have that, you know, support system. I like that you mentioned that as advice as well. I think surrounding yourself with your circle, right? Yeah. None of us are meant to do anything alone. Um, so especially not the scary stuff. So love that you mentioned that. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right. Our KO17 fam has a couple of questions for you. They wrote in on our Instagram story. They're excited to hear this episode, which I'm excited about um so our one of our most avid listeners her name is at kira kirby on instagram um she wants to know how do you reset after a bad mistake like how do you get out of your head
1: oh it's a lot easier said than done but i would say just like focus on the next player the next control like controllable so like if like i miss a dodge or miss a shot i throw it away on offense like because of a MIDI, like doing something great on like, like something that i can control like riding or hustling back or like good ball pressure and like letting myself like kind of forget the mistake and then like find that next um kind of play develop. So probably that. Um, And likewise like on defense, like if you make a mistake, like focus and channel um your energy into like the next play.
0: Next play. Next play mentality. I love that. Yeah. Um okay awesome. Great question here, Kirby. Uh, we kind of asked this question already, but was there anybody who inspired you to start playing lacrosse um or someone who inspired you to play at the next level, maybe in college? This one's from Amberlin,
1: yeah, I would say the girls that I grew up with other the faculty kids at New Hampton, um, and then all the athletes kind of that I watched from the sideline at New Hampton at a young age.
0: That's awesome that you had that to grow up with. i I'm super jealous. That must have been so cool just to, you know, watch athletes dream and then be able to make it happen and then you were there as a young kid like as young kids I feel like we're so absorbent of that kind of stuff like my my older cousin she was my only um female cousin I saw her playing soccer and playing basketball and we used to go to all of her games and my parents used to take us out of school early to go to like a state ball uh, state soccer game to watch her play and uh, but I just remember her being my biggest role model because she was so right there you know what I mean? So for you to have that right there every single day must have been so awesome for you.
1: Oh my gosh, it was so special. And even now, like, okay, this is like kind of funny, but since my parents still work there, they're like New Hampton's playing their big rivals. Like my mom was like texting me updates and stuff. So like, I still feel like I'm like kind of involved in some way because my parents are there and like living it every day. And then also it's so cool that New Hampton, like they're in just prep schools in East Coast and everywhere in general, there are so many like athletes that are continuing on in college so like I'll like turn on a game and like watch girls like from New Hampton those connections like on TV now and also in like different sports like there's a a player that played for UConn and just won the national championship for basketball and he went to New Hampton for a few years so like just even having that little connection like I'm watching like basketball with that little spark so I feel like I was super fortunate um, to have that connection.
0: That's awesome. Um, I loved watching the the final fours this this past year. They were so much fun to watch. So much fun. So much fun. That is so cool. Our lives are meshed together through the ups and downs, a tight knit community. We catch each other when we fall, we raise each other up, and we have each other's backs. There are no fair weather friends here. We show up every season through the cold, the heat, the rain. When the goal's in our sights, we're ready to fight with our collective strengths because together, we're tougher. Check with your local retailer online or in-store to find Brine products. All right, last one we have here. This one's from Lax 42 on Instagram. Um, she'd like to know what obstacles did you have to overcome to get to where you are today?
1: Like Kylie, I also tore my ACL. Um, so I tore my ACL going into my senior year at, in high school. So it was a really, like, pivotal point in my career of, like, training to get back but then not only that, but like switching from high school to college. So I feel like that also like, it was so difficult and so hard. Cause I had to miss field hockey and ice hockey and the two other sports that I played. So I didn't get to play my senior year, um, which was a real bummer, but that was where I really kind of like dove into like training my body. And I had a physical therapist who was like amazing. She was a tri- like a famous triathlete. And so she would put me through like the hardest workouts of my life, but kind of like taking care of my body. And that was the bridge um, where I started like learning how to like, eat right and work out and train. So while it was so tough, um, I look back and I'm like, wait, if I didn't go through that, like, I have no idea if I would be here today.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a really great way to put it. Right. Is everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. So,
1: um,
0: that's really great that you're able to look back on probably what was some of the lowest moments, right. Mentally for you. Um, yeah. and it into something that, you know, really you think changed your trajectory, even though I think you would have been here anyway, no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um okay this is the most fun segment it's our last one it's called quick finishes um just like you know quick finishes on the crease
1: love it love it
0: (laughs) okay and it's kind of like rapid fire but some guests like to rapid fire answers. some like to explain their answers with like two three minute answers like charlotte (laughs) (laughs) so it's totally up to you um we love we love you charlotte um (laughs) but it's kind of just like, just to get to know Dempsey, random questions. You ready?
1: I'm ready.
0: Okay. Where, what is the, your favorite place that you've traveled to? Aruba. (laughs) I love it. Pizza or tacos? Oh, tacos. Yeah. I think me too. Um, what's your favorite sweet tooth treat? So dessert, candy, ice cream.
1: Okay. This is a little fun fact. I'm going to elaborate on this. I have the biggest sweet tooth ever. Like I need dessert or sugar after every meal. Like it's absurd, like so bad, but I would say ice cream is my favorite. And if you ever come to California, you have, this is for everyone. You have to go to salt and straw. Have you ever been or heard of it? Oh my gosh. It is the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. And every month they do five or three, I think it's like five new flavors where it's like so crazy. So like Last month with like cereal themes, So they had five new cereal, but they always have like a consistent batch, but it's so bad. There's one 15 minutes away and we go quite like kind of a lot. Like, I didn't say how many times. <laughs> so I would say ice cream, but I just love sugar and like sweets in general.
0: <laughs> we go way too many times. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Who is an athlete that you like to follow for inspiration?
1: Noelle Lambert who um, I also got to play with for like with GSC growing up and now I've like watched her. She just recently was on Survivor, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. So I'm just a big fangirl of her in general as an athlete and just as a person.
0: Oh, that's awesome. She has such a great story. Um, I was lucky enough to play against her in college. So that's really cool. You're the first person to shout her out on here.
1: So we're going to have to
0: get her on here.
1: You should. Oh my gosh, she's yeah. incredible. She was on Victoria Garrett's pod, Garrett's podcast. yeah, um, podcast, and she was incredible. I listened to it, and I was she like is so funny too. So I was like crying, laughing. <laughs> I love that.
0: All right, what's your go-to karaoke song?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big karaoke person. <laughs> um, I would say if I had to do one, it would be "Unwritten" by Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, good one. I could see you singing that one. Yeah, Yeah. but you you, probably will never see me do karaoke. I'm not going to lie. You almost
0: started singing it for us right here, though.
1: No, no. Oh, my gosh. That would have been hilarious.
0: Um, Okay. What is your favorite number and why?
1: My favorite number is 18. And... Uh, my dad wore it in college, and so it was just a family number, and I stuck with it, and I, like, love it.
0: Oh, love it. Me too. My dad too. we 17.
1: Love it. Yeah, because yeah, we would always get to be, like, next to each other whenever there was numbers. Yeah,
0: 17, 18. She's yeah. the 18th of my 17. I love it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, who is one band or artist that you'd want to see in concert right now?
1: Well, actually, I just got my ticket to Stagecoach. So, wow. it's a huge three-day music festival in um in California, and it's all country, and so I'm so excited for that, but I would say, he's not going to be there, but I'd say Luke Combs, yeah. but at the concert, I'm most excited to see Old Dominion.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. That sounds like, what is it, like two or three days?
1: Yeah, it's three days, and it's actually um in where Coachella is in Palm Springs, which was really funny because I just, for the AU exhibition game, it was like on the fields where
0: um the festival oh, funny. yeah so play a lacrosse game there and then you'll also go to a, a three-day concert there that's awesome
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool all right last but not least what is one thing on your bucket list
1: Ooh, my bucket list I would say just continuing to travel and specifically I've always wanted to go to Greece have you ever been to Greece
0: no I've never been it's on my list too
1: though okay I would yeah. say go to Greece at some point, or just Europe in general. After going to Japan, I'm like, I need to travel more. This is like, in honesty, it honestly was life changing. So I would say just travel more, but specifically Greece.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um, you're just like me. I went to Japan before I went to Europe too, and last year was the first time I went to Europe. So we just skipped right over it first. Yeah, and then <laughs> we'll go back. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we are officially done with all of our questions, but um, I just wanted to say a massive thank you for coming on to the dream on pod and hanging out and chatting with us and telling us a little bit about your story and just who you are off the field and behind the scenes and behind all the awesomeness that you are as a lacrosse player. Um, I think that's why we do the dream on podcast and, um, I've been very fortunate to be your teammate over the last couple of years and I'm grateful to have you as a friend. So thank you so much for, you know, hanging out with us and the KO 17 fans tonight. Oh my
1: gosh. That was so sweet. And thank you for having me. I say the exact same things about you. And this just like totally made my Monday. And I'm just so excited to play with you again. I know. We're, We're going to have so much fun this summer. I, I'll draft you if you draft me.
0: That's how, we, yeah. that's how
1: this works. <laughs> yeah. I love you, it. No, seriously, this is awesome. Yeah.
0: Thank you for doing it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll listening, we see you guys next time.